breakdown of everyone's favorite show, the worldwide phenomenon. That's called Bitches. <laughs> Welcome to episode 84. 84. 84. part. 84 part 3. I'm Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. And I'm your host, Sean. Ed's losing it, folks. It's one thing in the morning. Is it? Yeah, it is. I'm still hanging. I'm like, all right. Episode bitches. What's up? <laughs> Changed our name, Ed. No bitching. What's up, bitches? What? What if you get the website, bitches.com? I'm telling you, if you type in bitches.com, it's a completely different website. You're like, you're going to look, aren't you? I don't know why. I'm telling you, I just that's porn. Porn. I'm telling you, it's porn. Trust me, Ed. Bitches.com. Either that or it's about female dogs. <laughs> bitches.com. Going right to porn. Now it's, uh, it's a free site. You're kidding. <laughs> it's just, if you're interested in learning more about the opportunities that exist in this domain, please contact. <laughs> it's, you know. So bitches.com is a viable website <laughs> yep. that we could buy. Yes. <laughs> Two Bit Productions presents bitches.com. <laughs> and it'll just be videos of going, what's up, bitches? <laughs> Right now, I can just see it now. Some guy pants around his ankles, like getting the lube already. Well, I'm gonna go with some bitches, bitches.com. Oh, yeah, bitches.com. What is the website? Oh, it is. Hit the link. What's up, bitches? <laughs> Shrivel up that hard cock. You're like, oh, what? Turn up, bitches. Just <laughs> bunch of What's up, bitches? Stupid fucking website. What's he point? I want to see some guy get killed by a horse. <laughs> we, can, we can have you topless. <laughs> no. not going topless for anything other than grand. <laughs> if I'm going to take my shirt off, I'm getting paid. I'm an artist. <laughs> I'm not some just piece of meathead. <laughs> I'm an artiste. <laughs> All right, kids. In part three here, we talk nerd news. Yes. That's pretty much it. I mean, we talk about a self-cleaning robot. <laughs> we talk about a Wi-Fi onesie. Onesie, which, ugh. <laughs> oh. And a plane in space? That's, <laughs> that's a secret. I came up with an idea for the better than the elevator in the sky. <laughs> I came up with a new way to travel. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yep. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's a brilliant idea. People, are, I'm telling you, people are going to be. Fu- I'm kickstarting that program. <laughs> Start a kickstart. Kickstarting that program. I'm asking for four million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I got to build everything myself. <laughs> I have no technical engineering skills whatsoever, so I need to hire somebody. So please help fund my employee, <laughs> my bankroll, please. <laughs> I'm not good with my hands, <laughs> so I got to hire carpenters and technical engineers <laughs> and scientists. And I, I'm broke, folks, so any little bit helps. <laughs> For a dollar donation, you get a thank you. For a $500 donation, you get a hearty handshake. 
<laughs> for a thousand dollar donation, you get a plaque saying you contributed to the world's greatest idea. For a million dollars, you can uh, go out. You'd be the first one on, on board. Uh, <laughs> please give give generously, folks. You can try. Just give one dollar a day. It's all I'm asking. <laughs> And all people who want to be involved in this project, just contact me at Sean at WordsWithGeeks.com. <laughs> the Plane to the Stars. <laughs> There's a Kickstarter program at everything. I'm going to start a Kickstarter program at that Kickstarter program. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like that never-ending, that, that snake eating its own tail. And Kickstarter a Kickstarter program. <laughs> What's the Kickstarter program about? Kickstarter. Kickstarter. <laughs> I'm just going to see if I can perpetuate as much money as I possibly can. <laughs> you give a dollar, you get a thumbs up. <laughs> lifestyle's expensive. <laughs> lifestyle's expensive. <laughs> bitches don't call. Bitches call aren't free. <laughs> <sighs> I need him to hire maybe an astronaut or two, definitely a pilot, maybe some stewardesses, stewardess eyes. <laughs> stewardess eyes. <laughs> Poor for stewardesses. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, so that's, um, that's the nerd news. So we'll be right be back. back. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to us, Geeksters, live on AquanetRadio.com. Tune in, iHeartRadio, and iTunes Radio, <laughs> I think. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Who knows? Um, well, we're back. Um, before we get started with the news, there is this one little parody that I, I saw on, a, uh, what do you call it, our good friend, um, what do you call it, uh, <laughs> Our good friend George George Takei posted on his uh, on his Facebook page, and it was funny. So I thought I'd play it for you right now. Stick around, Scotty. I might need to lay down a captain's law. Gross, sir. Damn it! A class four piss hydra from hell. I should probably get that looked at. You have stage three space harpies, Jim. Have you been having sex with the aliens we've discovered? There wasn't much sleeping going on. Wait, you said having sex. Too bad. That would have been funny. Damn it, Jim. What about the Prime Directive? Did I forget to tell you about the Prime Directive, big guy? <laughs> oh, wow. I'm getting some vibrant colors down there. Oh, that is right. You've been spreading a virulent STD across the entire galaxy. I have a lot to put right. Then again, we live in the 23rd century. Problem solved. Damn it, Jim. You've got to notify every alien you slept with in the past five years. Captain's log, Stardate, I'm not talking to Bones anymore. He's a real buzz kill. <laughs> Relax, it's not like it's space AIDS. Scotty, here are the coordinates of every place my Wang made contact. <laughs> Me mother's house? I wouldn't kiss her on the mouth from now on. Or the Aww. bot. You want to slide those knobs there? You want me to keep going? <laughs> so the chances are slim, but I'd get tested just to be safe. I'm just a slave. The fact that you took the time to tell me really touches my heart. Just like you touched mine. Hey, I heard that. Chuck, this one's got a bug. Throw her in the incinerator. So, remember that game I taught you? The 
Naked game? You never told me who won. We both lost. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, the Gorn. I know we promised never to talk about our epic battle, and our hands, clenched in anger, found themselves intertwined in passion. But I might have given you herpes. No <laughs> Damn it, Jim. Keep it in your pants. Bones, you're a doctor, <laughs> not my mom. Everyone's been notified, so no harm, no foul. Scotty's parents are getting a divorce. Yes, it's all tied up in a nice little bow. Except for one thing. Who gave the herpes to me? Hey, man. We gotta talk. <laughs> <laughs> it was a triple. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, I got a couple things to say before we really get into the news. Okay. Uh, number one, last week we talked about a uh, news article about Sony buying the, the entertainment part of Xbox. Turned out to be false. Yes. <sighs> dun, dun, dun. A little parody, because remember we did do a follow-up. The follow-up was fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. Some kind of entertainment website got us. We thought it was real. And yeah. yeah. We were so excited. And then over the course That's of... what we get for believing the internet. Who knew? Yeah. The internet's full of lies. <laughs> And there's two articles I want to bring on before we actually jump into actual real news. Uh, number one, I thought this was interesting. They cast Cyborg for the Batman Superman movie. Mm-hmm. Dum, dum, dum. Uh, a character by the name of Ray, Ray Gary by the name of Ray Fisher was cast as Cyborg. Now, what kind of role he's going to play in the actual movie might be maybe very very slim, but he is a football player, and they did do some shots. At, you know, that's supposed to be like a small football game, I think, or like the Gotham Knights versus whatever. Remember, it's a different actor. Yeah, the there's a football player named Ray Fisher, and then there's an actor. No, 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 no. You guys completely. This is the reason why you should be paying attention. Instead of <laughs> we're paying attention because Ray Fisher, the actor mm-hmm. in the comic books, Cyborg Victor, mm-hmm. is a football player, and okay. if you remember, in a few months ago, actually. This time last year, they actually started doing some filming for Man of Steel 2 that took place at a football game. Okay, that makes more sense. Because the way you made it sound initially was that they had cast the football player, Ray Fisher. Yeah, that's how I perceived it. That's because your nose was reading that, and your nose was reading that. No, I was listening to you, so... (laughs) I was also looking up the research I had done on on, uh, Ray Fisher. Ray Fisher. He is not an easy man to track down. No? No. He's well, elusive. Because there's not a lot. Because he's a nobody. There's not a lot on him. Yeah. yeah. He's a relatively unknown guy. Right. So, there you go. So, it looks like Man of Steel 2 is actually turning into a Justice League movie. Yeah? Big shocker. I, whatever. Who's going to play Aquaman? I saw an interesting <laughs> article about that. Did you see that? Which one? Because someone posted... I just I just love how excited you got when he said well, no because because I actually read something today about that exact subject. Get out! Swear to God, somebody posted um one of one of those fan like one of those hey I wish if they cast Aquaman I want this guy yeah and apparently it was um the guy who played um Josh Hallowell from Lost. Okay, he was I want to say Jack, not Jack, but um. He was the Han Solo kind of character on Lost, the rebel. The, he's also in that new show where he's got the uh, in, the computer in his head. Mm-hmm. He, they, it was like a picture of him 
and someone mentioned that Jason Moma, the guy who <laughs> who said no to Dax, right, somehow said yes to Aquaman. Yeah, I, I don't I don't buy it. And of course, someone's like, he's not even white. You know, <laughs> like I'm like, but that's got nothing to do with it. I mean, he's Hawaii, he's Samoan, but he's not blonde hair. I mean, right. I like. But I just—it was just apparently I, it's the Aryan race down at the fishes down at the below. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, it's very you blonde know, hair, blue eyes. Yes, and talk to the fishes. <laughs> I am Aquaman. I talk to the fish. <laughs> they said, "Fuck you." <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but it was just always funny that you mentioned who's going to play Aquaman. I was like, oh my god! I just I read somebody wanted Josh. Someone likes the idea of Jason Moma playing him, but would like to see Josh Holloway. And I'm like. Josh Holloway, I can kind of see, but he's, he's too Texan, mm. too Southern, so he still has that draw. You, he's from the deep South Seas. He, <laughs> deep South. <laughs> I had sex with this carpet, my cousin. <laughs> I mean, I, okay, but if you were going to cast, if to me, if you were going to cast an Aquaman, you would need, in my opinion, a Shakespearean actor. Because Aquaman does play a lot like Hamlet or Othello. It's very, very uh, Thorish. Like he <laughs> Thorish because he's supposed to be king. He's very regal. Yeah, I, I can kind of see them going more of a old English. Like I am from the seven seas. <laughs> Kneel before me. I am Aquaman, king of Atlantis. Sure <laughs> thing, fish. Boy. My clownfish. I need to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> No, so anyway, that that was the one. The other one I saw kind of caught my eye. Mm. Marvel to introduce Silk, the second victim of Bite that gave Spider-Man his powers. Oh. <clears throat> it's um, when high school student Peter Parker was bitten in an errant irradiated spider by an errant irradiated spider while in a class field trip. It changed his life forever. And now it was revealed yesterday that at Marvel at a Marvel panel at C2E2... Peter wasn't the only one bitten. Dun, dun, dun. Tying into the massive Original Sin Summer event series, July's Amazing Spider-Man number four will kick off a two-part story shedding light on a second victim of the Spider-Bite who received similar powers to Spider-Man but charted a much different course of for their life. And her name is Silk. Silk is going to be a major Spider character over the next couple of years, says Marvel senior editor Nick Lowell. She got bit by the same spider that Peter Parker did, and we're starting the teaser story in every issue of Amazing Spider-Man. Injecting a new character into the origin story is such a pillar uh, of the superhero genre. Comic isn't something that should be done lightly, but as Lowell tells Newsarama, it was something that developed over time and with reverence for the source material. Uh, The story about Silk was something that Dan Slott started working on with former Spidey editor Steve Wacker and associated editor Ellie Propyle, when the original Sin event was in its formative time. Uh, the revelation that someone else was bitten by the spider was a hu- was huge and before my time. Um, I've been involved in shaping who Silk is, which has made for some great lunch conversations with Dan and Ellie and, May, and many long phone calls. Uh, okay, now, there's that's kind of, a, to me, as a Spider-Man fan, kind of a neat concept, mm-hmm. knowing that like whatever did... Whatever happened to that spider? Yeah, <laughs> like the spider bit him, and you know it was radioactive. Now, mm-hmm. according to some lore, I think the spider died. It was like the last, like as it was dying, it was like ah, chomp. 
Right. Yeah. It was like a last gasp no. kind of thing and then died like right away. But what if there was maybe if it died and fell on the ground and, and this chick, whoever Silk's going to be, saw it and was going to pick it up and it bit it again. Mm. Bit her. Like I'm I'm kind of – see, now I'm, I'm sucked back <laughs> into the world. <laughs> see, I don't know. I don't know if that's going to be really legitimate, but I mean – how many women probably gonna go? Oh, a spider! It's dead. Oh, look! It's glowing green too. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, here, okay. Here's a panel. Let me pick it up with my bare hands. Here's yeah. okay. Well, here's well, <laughs> as, girls well like, okay. <laughs> there's there's a panel. Okay. Well, yeah. if you let me explain, there's yeah. an actual panel to explain how she got bit. Okay. All right. Goes up, bites Spider Man, falls on the ground, climbs down, goes across the floor, bites her on the ankle. Ah, I could see that happening. Yeah, you know, uh, and there's a little span. Pete's going, on. my head right after that I got stomped on. I, I, I need some air, and you see a girl in the background going ah with her head, like hand on the ankle, oh. and look as though it's only experience. Uh, looks like as though our experiment on nerves, young Parker. Too bad he must have a weak stomach, and a lot can happen in a split second. End the panel. So dum dum dum. So all right. Uh, I thought it was interesting. I mean, like, okay, they're going to introduce another female spider chick. Mm. But, you know, I mean, if she's got the same background, I'm kind of interested. That means she's been silk for a long time and no one's Mm -hmm. ever heard about her. It's not like, oh, it just so happened. Look at me. I got bit by a spider. Yay. You know, maybe if they give her a decent background, you can kind of see maybe what what has she been doing in this whole time that Parker's been Spider-Man. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, like if her life is so different from his... Maybe they'll give her like a little spin-off miniseries or something. Yeah. That'd but, be interesting. Okay. All right. Let's get some real news in. <laughs> well, a couple weeks ago, or one of the last episodes, we were talking about uh, they were going to uncover the E.T. game in New Mexico. And, you know, there's an urban legend that was going around for decades, pretty much, uh, saying that they buried every copy they could get their hands on. Mm-hmm. Apparently, it's true. It's true. It's true. Oh my god! So it isn't. Yeah, I was telling my dad about this today about like how they uncovered it. They uncovered it yesterday, the twenty sixth. Mm-hmm. So everybody, blow off your old Nintendo twenty six hundreds. But now, okay, now here's the thing. The, in the article, I mean, okay, yes, they found it. Now, I also, I think I read that one, or I know I posted because our friend Dave, yes, Sipon, yeah. he 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 messaged us about it. Yeah. And then I looked and I read it. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. But then I saw like another article a more in-depth article about reason why it was what was all being done besides being a myth, but apparently Microsoft. Mm-hmm. Is that the article? Is that the one I posted on our page? Yeah, I, I think, think so, is. but it wasn't really, I don't know if it's really seen in depth. Oh, here we go. Yeah. It's, they're doing a documentary. Yes. And it's being, it's being, the money's being put up by Microsoft, which is the reason why the dig got excavated because they're doing a, what? <laughs> I just, cause Microsoft's like having all these problems. Let's see what. Let's pick one on Atari. Well, you know? well, no, no. But actually, it's actually kind of smart when you find out what they're doing. They're filming a documentary that's only going to be available on their Xbox Live people. Like, okay. people, so it's going to be like a documentary you can only see if you have an Xbox One. Okay. So I mean, like, I'm interested in seeing it. I'm not going to buy a five hundred dollar gaming system to see. It. I'm eventually sooner or later probably could find a bootleg copy of it somewhere right you know the ultimate irony mm-hmm. or maybe they'll you know if it does well or it doesn't do well enough <laughs> you'll find it in old landfill yeah <laughs> <laughs> they're actually doing like a whole documentary on because this game almost brought down the video game industry yes that's the big thing i mean it's like, like i was like if, if things could have went so bad that the technology we we've been talking about ps4s we were talking about xbox ones that game could have killed it all Mm-hmm. You know, and then so it to, had to die. I, I, it, to me, it's fascinating. The story behind it's fascinating. 
and to have it actually be true. And my question is, are those games still playable? <laughs> I was thinking that too. Like, would you know, would somebody be able to grab one of these games, just blow it out, stick it in their Atari, and start playing? I, I don't know because I mean, the, I would love to see that. If it was one... mint in a box, baby. Well, seriously, I'm not kidding. You. I'm not yeah. trying to be funny. Well, I mean, like... from the pictures that I've seen, uh, most of it was like all in the box. Yeah. Like, see the one, like that the one. The one pic- looks like it's like yeah, you could you could pick off a shelf and and yeah. play it. Yeah. Which I I I had to laugh. So you know. These games have been sitting in a dump for thirty years, well, and that's the most that they've decomposed. Well, like okay, you, you could take it out of the package, but it play. wasn't like okay, they dug a hole, dumped it on the hole, yeah. threw cement on it, yeah, and then threw dirt on top of that. Okay, well, the cement probably preserved it a little bit. But yeah, well, I'm just, I'm, I'm just thinking like, wow, you want the game to disappear so bad that you basically put it in cement shoes. Yeah, like, <laughs> you wanted to make sure that this You're going was. To sleep. You're going to sleep with the worms tonight. Yeah, you, we're going to take a ride out to the desert. You're going to, you're going to start digging a sh- <laughs> your own grave, motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah, so... <laughs> so yeah, so... Yeah. Uh, That's it. That's pretty much it. I mean, I, I, do you think... Now, I don't know. I'm sure as days progress, they'll probably tell you how many, how many are actually saved. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sure they'll get a whole running total of going, oh, we've, we've uncovered 11,000... Copies of the ET yeah. game. Do you sell them? <laughs> I mean, I, it's. I bet you there's collectors out I gotta there be honest. who will buy them. Oh yes, yeah, I'm or or already have one. Yeah, but but it'll pay like twice or triple the amount to go. This is the one was in landfill. Waka waka. Yeah. You know, I I mean to be honest, I think I actually have that game somewhere in my house because <laughs> I remember playing it. I, yeah. I do remember because I was. A, I played it. I, I mean, you know, I, I I'm not gonna say I liked. I loved the game. It was a stupid fucking game. Yeah, yeah. Had nothing to do with the movie except the fact that you had to build a phone. Mm-hmm. It was basically, hey, look, walk, fall into a hole. Hey, fall into a hole. And it's got nothing. Fall into a hole. Oh, look, a flower. Oh, look, here's a Reese's Pieces. That was yeah. a black dot. You know? <laughs> it was horrible. Horrible. <laughs> this ain't a Reese's Pieces. <laughs> Shit. It tastes <laughs> like bunny poo. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I mean, I'd buy one. It was a relatively decent price. It's a relatively easy. Fifty price. bucks. Wow, really? I would pay fifty. I, dude, I paid. I just told you I paid sixty for an online game. <laughs> like, <laughs> I would pay. Yeah, 50, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would oh, pay fifty yeah. bucks because it's, it's a part of gaming history. Mm-hmm. I get it framed. I put it like sink it in a glass cube or something. You know, <laughs> put it in cement. Yeah, nah. <laughs> it's homesick. <I> just, <laughs> just dig my own little grave, cement, and just dump it in my front lawn. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, for fifty bucks, I'd buy one. Sure, why not? I think that I think that's relatively cheap for would, a video for a video game. I would, yeah. I mean, a, a, a throwback game. I think that's what the price was when they were. New. That's what I mean. Uh, that's, I I pay new price for it. It's basically new retro game, retro pricing. Yep, fifty dollars. Fifty dollars. Fifty dollars make you holla. <laughs> I mean, if I, if I was a collector, you know, for for gaming stuff, I I mean, I would probably consider up to a hundred. But it would depend on what it came with. Like, yeah. if it came with a certificate of authenticity that they pulled this out of a Mexican landfill, you know. <laughs> well, there is. But, ser- a, but according to the picture, like, there's like this Raiders of the Lost Ark kind of like ad. <laughs> that was a tough game. Raiders of the Lost Ark for twenty six hundred. Yeah, I don't remember it. Oh my god. Oh wait, I do remember it. 
I remember the fucking pain in the ass I had. That's of, right. Of what do you call it? The little uh, what do you call the it? Staff the staff, and you had to wait oh, for the right time. Fuck for that. the sun came to That's come right. through the map room. Oh Jesus I Christ! Remember. I had that blocked out of my memory. Holy <laughs> crap, Ed! <laughs> fuck you. Because <laughs> I remember when we were kids. A friend of mine had it, and it was it was a two joystick game. But it was like the other one was just more like like support, like you would right. have to do certain things. So he would play the game, and I'd watch him, and I would do the support stick. And we got to the map room, and he got so pissed off because he missed the opportunity of the sun. Right. Out. He literally grabbed the game out of the system, still on, mm-hmm. ripped it out, and threw it across the room, cracked the, the case in half. <laughs> you know, kind of thing. And I'm like, I want to see the, how it ended. That was, that, <laughs> that was the 80s version of Rage Quit. That's right. <laughs> but, the, but the funny part was you... you he pulled it like no case, just yeah. the board, plugged oh. it right back in, it worked. Yeah. Wow. Oh yeah. I mean once the board was if the there was no it was if there was never damage to the board, you could play those games all day long. Yeah. Yeah, because you know, I knew people who bought bootlegged games and they were all just boards. Mm-hmm. So it was just like pop one board in, pop another board in. So it was like, eh, all right. Yeah. I never did it because for me I was, I never like if you're gonna play a game, get the whole experience, the case, the instructions. Mm-hmm. I, that's must be the collector in me. <laughs> The days when they actually had instructions to like how to play the yeah. game, you know, yeah. the good old days. Good now old you, days. Now you get like ads, and you know, you just got to figure it out on your own. Or it's a like, digital manual. Yeah. yeah. Or a lot of games now kind of just kind of tell you what the basic controls are as you're playing. Yeah. You know, because now the memory is so big they can actually do that. Yeah. So okay, good on us. We found the thirty years later. Thirty years later. Third, we live in an era where we found an urban legend. Next up, Loch Ness monster. <laughs> or as I posted when I shared it next myth stripper with her heart of gold <laughs> maybe there is that long lost call girl with the heart of gold like pretty woman <laughs> alright so what else is your next article I read Sony Patton's robot that washes itself when dirty <laughs> I, okay. I I have to question what is it doing that it's getting dirty? <laughs> My question is, what's considered dirty? <laughs> <laughs> Stop touching yourself, Robbie. <laughs> does not compute. Does not compute. Does not compute. What are you doing? I'm, I'm rounding Computes. up. I am computing. Stroking his mechanical penis. <laughs> I'm calculating the worth of pi. <laughs> 3.14, blah, blah, blah. Ah, ah. I have Shoot just created I just created the Big Bang. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay. So, what kind of robot needs to wash itself? Well, it's like if the lens gets dirty, like it it can't see through the lens, it actually will have a... (laughs) Windshield wiper? Windshield wiper, basically, basically, (laughs) to to clean the lens so so the opticals can see. Right now, some homeless guy's going, son of a bitch, you can use it to get that job. (laughs) (laughs) See with newspaper. <laughs> Driving along, you see this robot come up and start squeezing your window. <laughs> no, no, thank you. No, thank no, you. No, I don't no, need that dollar. No, no. Uh, honey, that, you have a dollar. <laughs> your window is dirty. Your response is illogical. Or it would be one of those old times. He kind of wheels up and then spits on it, squirts water on it, and then starts squeezing it. Like, oh, I got robot cuties. It was weird where it spit it out of him. (laughs) The angle of that thing was impressive. (laughs) So, so, so like, if if the it takes multiple images, and if the image is not the same as the one as the previous or the like previous few, 
it knows that the lens is dirty, so mm-hmm. it will clean itself off. Uh, okay. You know what that might be good for is like if we're if we're sending probes and stuff up to Mars or the Moon or anything like or that. Underwater. Like, or underwater, like if the, if underwater you know, <laughs> just constantly going, I got shit in my eye. Damn like, it, why is this not clear? But I mean that thinking about like practical applications, that's when it might it might come in handy is when nobody is there to yeah. to <laughs> maintenance be, it. Yeah. I got something in my eye. Come on, clean me out. Come on. The lens has to be Come cleaned. On, clean we gotta get go on Mars. I'm sorry, Dave. I cannot allow you to do that. I cannot see. Please wait a moment while I clean my eye. <laughs> squeaky, squeaky, squeaky. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm going to have to kill you. <laughs> Wait, you were Two just squeaks. supposed to clean yourself. <laughs> Two squeaks, fella. <laughs> Any more of that, you're playing with yourself. <laughs> you've been cleaning yourself for ten minutes. Now you're just on vacation. <laughs> you're gonna wear that off into a nub. <laughs> <laughs> Why are my joints so loose? Because you keep cleaning yourself there, mister. <laughs> I'm doing maintenance and try to keep that phallic thing in place. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Does not compute. Oh, that computes. <laughs> oh, God. I, it's time for my time for Robbie's sponge bath. <laughs> I gotta love technology. <laughs> a self-cleaning robot. <laughs> yeah, we're okay with the homeless. <laughs> we're okay with the hunger situation. Jobs, who needs them? We got a robot that cleans itself. <laughs> Sickness, war, death. Eh, we'll get to that later. Right now, Robbie here cleans himself off. He's a dirty robot. You're a dirty robot, aren't you? <laughs> yes, I am filthy. Like I just like, kind of like thirty thirty hours of porn is too dirty. <laughs> yeah, okay, Tell me yeah. again how I'm a dirty robot. <laughs> like yeah, way to go, humanity. Spank me, spank me, and you wonder why I don't like people. <laughs> <laughs> just saying, with all the things in the world that we can really put our effort into, self cleaning robots right up there on the list. <laughs> now, if we could just make my oven clean itself, that'd be fabulous. There's self cleaning yeah, ovens. But- <laughs> like she looked, wait, she's wait, like, what? Huh? What? what? Hold on. Where am I? There's no, something I mean, that was just the 70s, I think. <laughs> no, but my... Okay, so here's the thing. My understanding of self-cleaning ovens is that it's... The person has to be the one... The person is the self. I've never understood this whole self-cleaning oven thing. And mine's not self-cleaning anyway, so... Do you want to explain it to her? No, you go ahead. Okay, Somebody just, explain it to me because just, if I don't have to clean my oven anymore, I well, would be super happy with that. Let's get to the official word. Self-cleaning oven. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Self-cleaning oven, Wikipedia. Let's go to Wikipedia because you know they always tell the truth. Yes. Uh, the first reduces foodstuffs to ash with exposure to temperatures around 500 degrees Celsius while the second requires aggressive cleaners to remove soils. Both of these ovens have walls coated with heat and acid-resistant porcelain enamel. And there's three kinds, basically. The self-cleaning prolific, pyrolytic ground coat, Mm -hmm. the non-self-cleaning ground coat, and the catalytic continuous clean enamels. Um, The third, the catalytic, relies on high metals 
porous enamels to catalyze and reduce of soils to ash at normal cooking temperatures. The walls of the catalytic self-cleaning ovens are coated with material acting as oxidization catalysts, usually in the form of catalyst particles in a binder matrix. Oh, 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 oh. Now, I don't know what that means in human terms, but... Yeah, that's why I'm just kind of staring a at A self-cleaning oven is designed to stay locked until the high-temperature process is completed. A mechanical interlock is used to keep the oven door locked and closed during the, and immediately after the high-temperature cycle cleaning, which lasts approximately three hours to prevent possible burn industry, in, injuries. Usually, the door can be opened after temperature cools to approximately 300 degrees. Um, some newer self-cleaning ovens can require a liquid cleaning soap, and a small amount is used if needed. So most self-cleaning ovens, however, do not require the use of any cleaning products. Some new models of self-cleaning ovens use only water exposure to loosen soils from a, spe- a specially formulated glass coating on the interior of the oven. So, I mean, well, how old's your oven? Uh, I mean, see, you... I bought. My, I think I. I think it was installed like five years. It was installed before I moved in. You might have a, one of the three self-cleaning. You know. Yeah. I mean, you're talking about you're used to just going in there with a little scrub. Yeah. And letting it sit and then wiping it all out. I... Now here's here would be my question: If I have <laughs> hypothetically, if I have one of the ones that reduces it to ash, like you still have to go in and clean out that ash. No, it Wouldn't burns you? off to it where it disintegrates. At 500 degrees Celsius, nothing's left. I don't think that's true. <laughs> I think it's one of those things where it burns to a crisp to the fact where it, the ash is so... It's like, but you, you still have to remove it. I think it's burned off. I think. I'm going to have to do one. How often do you clean your oven? <laughs> I clean it once every couple months. I don't use it I'm that thinking much. I'm thinking, like, how often does she use her oven? Because I don't use my oven at all. Right. I may. I may. I nuke use, my shit. I, well, I have one of those, um, kind of like those new wave oven things, those real tiny ones that just sits on your countertop. Oh, it's like a toaster oven. Yeah, oh, uh, kind of, right. but it's it's glass. It's glass. All oh, the way so around. we're not talking oven. No, it's like a um, the hell they call it? Not a convection oven. It's uh. Shit, I forget the term for it. Easy bake. Exactly. Wow. He was building that one up because that was actually good. It's like, gotta wait. Gotta wait. I was saving that one for three months. (laughs) (laughs) And so soon I'll be able to use Easy Bake. All I need is a self cleaning robot article. And knowing how those two get so easily distracted. They'll talk about ovens. <laughs> <laughs> ovens will have to come up someday. <laughs> but it's it's one of those ones you see like on the infomercials, you know, where you just Is put it the from thing Ronco. In. Uh, no, I think it's actually. Yeah, you buy one home. now, you get the second one. Kind of, kind of. We found it at Home Depot. It works really well. Like it actually saves like on the. Um, I don't have to use the gas, gas in my stove and everything, so it ends up saving. Between the um, the electric and the gas that my oven would otherwise use, there's no you don't have to preheat it, so that's you know I like it. All right, it's household cool. tips from Erica. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Tune in next week where she talks about mops, <laughs> <laughs> self cleaning <laughs> toilets. <laughs> oh, if only I need a smart house that just cleans itself. Somebody is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so so that's all this robot does is clean itself. That's right. That's it. That's it. 
what does it do in order for it to get dirty? I mean, like, what's it being used for at some point where it's going to go, oh, shit, I'm dirty? <laughs> you know, it does That's not, not say. It just say. says, we got this robot. We don't know what the fuck it does, except if it gets dirty, it knows how to clean itself. <laughs> That's right. What we're going to use the actual robot for, we haven't figured it out yet. <laughs> but one thing we got down pat, self-cleaning. <laughs> it's like a cat. <laughs> well, it's the thing that would be next thing you know, it's licking its balls. <laughs> See the one leg all stretch up. <laughs> Look at the reach of that thing! Wow. Well, I mean, if I could, I'd stay home too. <laughs> okay, so yay on humanity, self cleaning robots. Ugh. What else? How about an ultrasound infused three D printed casts heal broken body parts? Crazy fast. That's what it says. Is that posted on our Facebook page? Not yet, but it will be right okay. now. All right. I, sure I really should have logged back in. <laughs> so basically, this technology of, of using ultrasound and casts to uh, help fuse the bones better and at a quicker rate has been used, but they used, of course, with the old uh, cast, the, um, I forget what they, it's like. Plaster. Plaster, thank you. Yeah. So it's it was kind of like not as good, but this new cast design that they have is basically uh, working a lot better. So it cuts the the time down for healing a lot quicker than say like a standard like sixteen weeks. It might take like ten. Okay, it says here the idea is that by tailoring a three D printed cast to leave to leave the space directly above the injured bone open, doctors could then fit them with ultrasonic devices that would speed the healing process. Ultrasound devices aren't a new concept in the healing of bones, but traditional plaster casts aren't very compatible with them. By precisely positioning the ultrasonic pulse generators over the damaged bones, 3D printed casts provide the best healing available even when you're out and about. A washable cast with open spaces also means that you're not going to stink like week-old roadkill two days into your treatment. (laughs) Um, With daily 20-minute ultrasound treatments, Broken bones could be healed 38 to 80% quicker, depending on the injury. Mm-hmm. That's a whole heck of a lot of improvement, so we're very hopeful the ultrasonic 3D printed cast make out make it out of the prototype phase soon. I, okay. I, I mean, I, I, I know not. I, I got to be honest. I happen to be very fortunate so far in my life. Never broke a bone. Mm-hmm. You know, knock on wood. Knock on wood. <laughs> <laughs> you know, kind of thing. I, I've never... I mean, I probably fractured an occasional bone or two, bruised a rib or one or two. I've tipped a hip bone. That was the closest thing I ever you know, I, I've I ne- broke my foot when I was in high school. So you had to wear, wear a cast cast. Yeah, I mean, and it was it was a pain in the ass because where I broke my foot, I broke, I broke it falling down the stairs, like the second day of school. And at first, nobody realized it was broken. I didn't think it was broken because I didn't take my shoe off or anything right away. I thought it was just a really bad sprain, but the pain was like... So I was walking on it all day, and the pain was just unbearable. Finally, after school, my mom's like, all right, I'm taking you to the doctor. She had offered to take me earlier, and I was like, no, 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 I'm fine. Mom, it's second day of school. You're embarrassing me. Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, long story short, when I fell down the stairs, I fractured. It was... I forget the the name of the bone, but it was the the pinky, the pinky toe bone that's still in the foot. You know, so you have the that last bone in your foot that leads to the joint for your pinky bone. Okay, if that makes sense. Kinda. It was, it was that bone, 
but it was right before the joint that actually becomes the pinky toe. So where it... <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway. The joint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm pumped. So it, uh, you should have stayed. You should have just kept it done by easy bake. <laughs> you, you, you went too far. <laughs> so where it broke, there there wasn't a lot of blood flow, and the doctor told me if it didn't heal within six weeks, they were going to have to go in and do surgery and put a pin in my foot to Ooh. help it heal. Thanks. Take the toe, doc. It's a pinky toe. <laughs> I don't need it. This one doesn't have to go wee 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 all the way home. <laughs> my feet will fit better in shoes anyway. <laughs> but I was lucky it did heal in six weeks so I didn't have to you know go back and get surgery or anything but you know the first few weeks it, it was you know it was tough you know because I had to walk on crutches after you well, yeah know, I mean after I... about a month or so I just said fuck it and I stopped walking on the crutches I was walk I didn't have a walking cast or anything I just walked on the cast itself I mean okay again I'd rather see them you know do more stuff with that than the self-playing robot <laughs> I th- you know i kind of wonder too like you know for with 3d printing technology it's getting cheaper and cheaper and cheaper to do you know they'll be able to apply this across you know to to everybody like you know it would be something that it would be i'd like to see it become standard almost to go in and you know you break a bone you go and you get this 3d print a cast on and boom and you know however what did they say it was like two or three weeks um uh, see i'm still confused in the whole 3d printing thing in general mm-hmm. like is it plastic well it, it, you like can... what material are they using to create the 3d design like like this one looks like a hard plastic right yeah you know okay i get the concept because it's, it's plastic but like people are going oh look i made a car you made a plastic car like well, I mean, it, you can. It's it's pliable material that that can be cut by laser or by um, uh, actually laser is pretty much. I think it, I mean, uh, you know, it can be cut by lasers or, and or, um, uh, lasers. lasers. <laughs> <laughs> so that well, so that that kind of material you would need. So, like, I think a metallic uh, material would be impossible for it to do because you would need a stronger laser. And if you're buying a six hundred dollar unit, say, of of a three D printer. It's not going to have that well, kind of strength. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm a, I guess the material obviously would have to be plastic because no one would want like a you know a metal cast. Right. I mean, it, it rust, rain. Yeah. Lightning rod. You know. <laughs> the weight. Right. Yeah. I mean, so okay, I get the whole and I just, I, you know, what it is is my level of ignorance. I'm willing to admit that I'm completely dumbfounded on the whole idea of 3D printing. Just gonna have to start looking at videos. I mean, if, if someone said, "Hey, Sean, there's a documentary on 3D printing," I'm there. Okay. Or if someone says, "Hey, Sean, there's a bunch. Here's a bunch of YouTube clips about how 3D how 3D printers actually work and the implications that can be used for this." Because all I can think of, because my limited mentality, all I can think of is if I had a 3D printer, I'd be doing toys. Like, right. To me, that would be that would be it. Because that's the that's the first thing I'm thinking. It's like, like, what characters can I make if I drew a character? Can I make a 3D life model of it? Right. You know, kind of thing to see in... Yeah, and how big are these printers? Like, I've never actually seen a 3D printer on a screen. Like, I don't like... All I keep seeing is, like, like here in the picture, it's just already just a plastic cast. I'm like, that could have been molded out in, like, a back room. Like, you know, some little Asian kid could have just chipped that one out of a big, big hunk of piece of plastic for all I know. I've never seen the actual application of a 3D printer at all. Hmm. So every time we have a 3D printed article, I'm like, that seems cool, but I'm, uh, what? How, 
how big is the printer? Like, is it just a tabletop? Is it, is it a big industrial room size print? Huh, I'm confused. Ed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so good, good on us. Yeah. You know, well, what else? Yeah, you... Apparently, you can get a desktop 3D printer for 500 bucks. Of course, you there can. You see? There you <laughs> well, this one you might be interested in. Remember Cartoon Network's Be- Beware of the Batman? Yes. The computer animated. We'll finally know its fate. Good. Uh, what's its fate, Ed? It's going to be on Toonami at 3 a.m. starting May 10th. On your birthday. Oh, my birthday. All yeah. right. It's my birthday. It's my birthday. So, okay, good. I mean, okay, a lot of people didn't like it. Because it didn't have the normal rogues gallery. Mm-hmm. I liked that idea. I, I liked Mockingbird. Right. Like, I thought she was kind of sexy, actually, for a computer animated character. <laughs> Not as sexy as Harley Quinn, mind you, but <laughs> still second, second, second place. Second place. Yeah. Um, I liked it. And it actually worked with, it actually felt like it was building storylines and character, you know, right. built. It's a shame, like, it seems like they produced all the episodes and... Mm-hmm. Because it didn't, it didn't take off the way it wanted it to. Right. They pulled it real quick, and now they go, "Well, we got this," and there seems to be a clamor, and people are going, wondering what's going on. Let's put it at the worst time possible, three a.m. for the stoners. Yeah. That are up all night. I'll just DVR it and just watch it when I can. That's what I was doing before. Right. You know, just DVR it, and plus, also, I'm, I'm willing to bet the reason why they did that is because they had the whole season one, part one, come mm-hmm. out in DVD. I bet you it sold like gangbusters, and they went, "Oh shit, we can make money off of this." Right, let's, we can, let's, let's air it somewhere. Let's get some extra money by calling, like by charging advertising time, so we can put it on air. We'll put it on during our three o'clock in the air when no one's watching it, right? And then we can then get the season two part two DVD, or we can actually do the whole complete set, like, right? And if it's, I mean, who knows? Maybe it's maybe it'll come back for another season. Well, I was saying, I mean, if if you're a very uh, fan of anime i mean eleven thirty to 6 a.m on saturday night the sunday morning is like right. the time to watch it because they have all the shows all the hot shows and then the couple others like like i'm kind of thinking about dvnr in it but i'm waiting to catch up is the clone wars they're they oh that's, that's a that's a 5 30 in the morning oh okay yeah all, the, all those series are out on dvd right now yeah and then they're they're doing a new series called rebels i think that's for disney yeah you know but yeah i mean I, the show wasn't bad I just, if I just I'm waiting for season five to right to hit the airwaves so I can because I don't have that one. Right, and that's isn't that the one where they, they introduce uh, they bring back Darth Maul, or was it in season four? I think it was in season four. They brought right. him back. Yeah, All right, whatever. <laughs> so now you know it's fate. All right, so good. now you got something to DVR. Yeah, I'll, I'll Google it. I'm happy. What a what a perfect birthday gift. <laughs> Batman. Hint, hint. Batman, thank you, Toon Gods. <laughs> That's right, people. My birthday's May tenth. It's a Saturday. <laughs> I think it's a Saturday this year. Yeah. Same money. Yeah, mm. I'm going to be down the shore. Sorry. Are you going to be back in time for the show on May 11th? Yes. All right. All right. There you go. Big part. Big birthday bash for Sean. What? What? <laughs> no. I, I will be celebrating your birthday down in Sea Isle City <clears throat> with the Sisters of the Immaculate Heart. The best gift ever. You out of my hair. <laughs> 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 I'll drink a beer for you with the nuns. Go ahead. <laughs> Just don't make it a habit. Ah! But I'm pumped. Waka waka. <laughs> All right, so what else? Speaking of wasted pieces of time and equipment. 
is it a Justin Bieber story? Uh, <laughs> tech Pack onesie turns into a walking hot, Wi-Fi hotspot. Huh? This this um, developer that uh, basically made a onesie suit that you can walk around with, and uh, it's basically a, one, a, a Wi-Fi hotspot. I'm trying to find the gentleman's name here real quick. Okay, so... It, oh, he's from Dutch. I'm sorry. He's a Dutch fashion designer. Boer. I'm not even going to pronounce his last name because that is... Wow. Yeah, there's a lot of consonants in that. Yes. Ackers? Ackers? Did you? You know what? You're going to need for effort, our kid. <laughs> Here's your participation certificate. <laughs> yes. You went where no geekster was going to go before <laughs> pronouncing that name. Okay, so he he created a f- wearable fab tech fabric that's right that you that basically um of course it has a hoodie jesus christ <laughs> <laughs> i'm looking at it i'm like it look okay it looks like um he crapped himself and it's got a hood on it and it's got like this like indian native american style pattern to it on the back there i'm waiting for like it basically probably says please kick me <laughs> in like UFOEs. Uh, all right. I mean, I'm I'm looking at this and it, it looks to me like something you would see in a sci-fi movie, like taking place yeah. on Earth 300 years in the future. So he is just 300 years too early. Yeah, it's, uh... I, I I'm looking at it. He does look like he has a full diaper though. Yeah, see, it looks like all oh, did someone make him poopy? Did someone do a number two? <laughs> Get your dopey changed. I mean, it's just it's just sad. It's an an adult piece of clothing that they couldn't make more fashionable than just. Well, well okay, I, I'll be. I right. feel like it could be like the uh, fitting is just. Maybe yeah. it's a bad picture because I don't know if that's wrapped around his legs or because he's the stair- it looks like because he's it in looks a like white pants. room with wearing white fabric. It's very like avant garde as far as stylistic. Yeah. So I can't tell if. Those, like, maybe because it's one size fits all, it looks like those legs are, like, super huge. Yeah. And it's a skinny guy wearing it. Yeah. Um, I I can see the practical application, believe it or not, as, like, a hoodie. Like, you're actually throwing that on with, like, another jacket. Yeah. You know, as a mobile hotspot. Why you need a mobile hotspot, I don't know, when your cell phone... You can do it automatically. can do it automatically with a switch. I mean, unless you, you know, provided you have the right data plan. Mm-hmm. You know, I just don't get it. I mean, I kind of get yeah, it. Do I? I mean, I don't get it. That's a, you know, that's why I brought I mean, it. I, I see what they're saying. You know, they're saying that they'd like to, you know, uh, they kind of like to eventually see all those gizmos and gadgets go away. You know, like like how in the eighties, you know, you had your Walkman and the radio and you know a separate cell phone and like all these separate pieces. And then now, like, you have ninety eight percent of what you need in a smartphone. Right. So I, I'm wondering if now they're talking, okay, well, you have your smartphone and you have, you know, I'm trying to think of anything else. But like I said, 98% of what you need is in your smartphone. So maybe now they're like, well, let's consolidate it down even more and just have it in your clothes. I, okay. I mean, okay. I mean, they'd be like, hey, baby, you want my password? Like, you know, like, like you want to hook up, you want to hook up my Wi-Fi? Like, I got a hotspot right for you, right, baby? baby. Just, you know, here's my password, one, two, three, four, five. And the next thing you know, you see, like, same Sean, as my luggage. You know, Sean's t shirt. 
You know, Sean's t-shirt Wi-Fi. Like, I, uh, all right. I mean, it's a waste of time. I'm, I just, uh, I'm sure there's somebody out there who's going to go, you know what this would be good for? Video games. I, you know, I don't know. All right. Well, good. By on. the way, I'm I'm looking at the designer's website right now, and it seems like a lot of his clothes have that very sort of avant-garde, futuristic style with the, the heavy textiles. In it, I, I mean, honestly, I can't say I'd wear any of this. Right. All right. Well, uh, okay. Again, that and a robot that cleans itself. <laughs> Just saying. God, I love humanity. <laughs> this is the reason why I want to be immortal. I would love to find a way to be immortal. Just to see where we go as a society a hundred years from now. Really? Uh, yeah. I mean, that's if you if I could find a way to be immortal. Even if it's sitting in front of a TV for, for now until the end of time, I'm I'm in. Just so, so I, you you just want to be a peeping tom forever. I would love to be a peeping tom in the world of society, like just <laughs> just as a culture to see where. Like, think about it. Look at the age we live in with entertainment. Yeah. Imagine a hundred years from now. Oh yeah, it'd be mind blowing. That's I want to see that. Or mind numbing. It was both. I mean, I want to see that. I want to be there. I want to be there when they go. Oh, here is the iPhone seven hundred. And it's implanted into your eye. I'm going to be like, how fucking badass is that? <laughs> I don't need it because all my eyes are computerized now. I'm like transcendence. Delete. 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 I can't edit that. <laughs> Smashing the keyboard. Listen right. to Geeksters. <laughs> <laughs> so. All right. Well, what else you got news worthy? How about this? United States Air Force has a space plane in order for 500 days on a super secret mission really really okay how they're super looking for waldo how super secret is it if it's posted on the internet <laughs> we don't know because that's how secretive it is uh... it's the x337 b space plane it's been in orbit for 500 days and nobody knows why it's up there it's an unmanned vessel and uh I think they're just trying to see how long they can, I guess, be up there. That's my guess, you know. Okay, first of all, is it really up there? Like, you, I don't, you know, I'm not. Or not. is it a government conspiracy? Well, I, I, what I mean is, is this, is this been fact-checked, I guess? Like, uh, it's from Blaster, so, I mean, they're kind of reputable. So, I'm assuming that, that it's accurate. Mm-hmm. But... I mean, did they see it go up in the air? Because I see an artist's rendition of it. <laughs> Looks like something that would seem like the final project of a an animation class. Um, okay. Um, well, this is from Space.com. Mm-hmm. Spice! Sorry. Had to. That's okay. Um, and it's, this is from back in January. And they were talking about how it had just passed its 400th day in, in orbit. Um, and what they're saying is the U.S. Air Force's unmanned X-37B space plane has now circled the Earth for more than 400 days on a hush-hush mission as creeping closer and closer to the vehicle's orbital longevity record. Uh, it was launched on December 11, 2012, meaning that it has been aloft for 413 days as of Tuesday, January 28th, on the third mission for the program, which is known as OTV-3, short for Orbital Test Vehicle 3. The endurance record is 469 days Set during OTV2, which blasted off in 2011. Um, okay, and so... And they... 
think this okay, is you a, need to dumb, I think this is a picture of it. <laughs> we need to dumb that down for me cuz I'm I already punched out. <laughs> I'm like, okay, airplane, airplane in space. Okay, got it. But no one knows what it's up there for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No one knows what it's doing. I mean, it could just be they like, maybe they're testing out my theory of ejaculation in space for all we know. <laughs> you know, maybe they're going, "You know what would look good down there? An elevator." <laughs> nice. I mean, uh, all right, yay! Like that's, again, that's, go humanity. I mean, I'm I'm looking to see what you know what this space uh, dot com uh, one is saying, and there, but the thing is, is there's so much confidentiality surrounding the program. There's not. <laughs> see, this is why this is why I love, I love this article because it's like, yeah, there's a there's an unmanned space. It's like, psst, psst, come here. There's an airplane in space. What it's doing up there, no one knows. But I'm telling you, it's up there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, but they they do i i can post this link too to go along with the other one okay um because it, it has pictures of of some of the um the planes <laughs> oh come on it wasn't that bad i'm just saying psst, psst. Sean's butts tanks. <laughs> I gotta tell you a story. That's not really a secret. I gotta tell you a story. God. What's up? There's a, pl- <laughs> There's a plane up in space. Really? Can't tell you what's going on up there. Why not? Because it's a secret. A super secret? I don't know. Nobody knows. It Is might it- be up there. It might not be up there. Is there anybody in the plane? We don't know. (laughs) What's the point? We don't know. (laughs) But I want to believe. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this could be a fabricated story. (laughs) I mean, don't get me wrong, it probably is. I'm just like, there's a plane up there in space doing something. Maybe with someone. Maybe for something. Here, here, here's my theory. You ready for this one? Wait, hold on. Yes, what's your theory? <laughs> the plane took off with somebody in it. The pilot ejected because they saw a problem, and it just went up in space. And it's just been orbiting the planet, and they're, they're too embarrassed to say, "Yeah, we fucked up." <laughs> no, no, we totally meant to do that. No, no, we, we're, we're we're testing something. Yeah, we're testing it. What's, Why? What's the test? I can't tell you. It's, it's <laughs> Super, super, it's double secret probation. <laughs> secret double probation. In reality, they're testing. How the fuck do we get it down? <laughs> shh, shh, shh. Don't say anything. Go talk to that Marlboro smoking guy. It's taken like over two years to figure out how they're going to shoot it down. It's <laughs> basically what it is. <laughs> yes. Uh, so- fire a rocket, people will know. Yeah, you're right. Well, what if we threw? What if we had a plane that flew up there, and we had a pilot go from that plane, like two pilots in one plane? All right, just <laughs> okay, hear, all right. Hear me out, hear me out. Okay. hear me out, dude. Okay, <sighs> okay, this is what we'll do. This is what we'll do. Right? <laughs> we get two pilots, <sighs> and then we, we shoot them up into space, right? Yeah. And we get the one pilot <sighs> to actually go into the other plane. And fly back down to space, to Earth. What do you think? What if it doesn't work? Who's gonna know? It's the 
top secret. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, where's that government grant? <laughs> what if people ask questions? About what? The two pilots. Two words. Plausible deniability. <laughs> what if the two pilots start talking? We eliminate them. Ah, we give them government jobs. <laughs> They'll die of we, call, we call them astronauts. No one knows exactly what astronauts do anyway. <laughs> Pay, not not in pay this paymaster paint space. Not in this day and age. We say we sent the two of them off to do some routine flybys. We're testing out air ratio speeds for for new airplanes to go from in let's say America to England in like fifteen minutes versus the seventeen hours. We're actually shooting airplanes up into space and then dropping them back down in space over the designated area because the wrote. As we found out last week, the Earth rotates at a hundred miles, uh, a thousand miles an hour. Was that right? I think that was it. Right, Erica? Yes. Okay. So if we shoot it straight up and then bring it back down at some point in time, it's going to be a completely, it's going to land in a completely different spot than it was before because the Earth has now moved. <laughs> so to go, if we went straight, it would take longer because we're now going with the flow of gravity, you know, the flow of the rotation of the Earth. But if we shoot up into space, hang out there for a second, and let the Earth move around us, then we land, we're there a lot quicker. <laughs> so that is so gene- that is so stupid it might just work. Dumbest thing it might work. Just say, just think about it. <laughs> Space, it'd be better than the elevator. I'm going to Europe. You hop into a plane, and instead of how long is a flight to Europe now? Okay, put in 17 hours, 18 hours. Okay, so in 18 hours, let's say, what if you could say you can make that trip in a half hour? That'd be awesome. You know, what if your plane, instead of going to like from here to California, is a six hour flight? Mm -hmm. Let's say that flight now takes an hour. Instead, because what we do is we shoot you up in the air, let the earth come around, and we have we know we have it pinpointed because it's science. We go up in the air, hang out in space, and then come back down. <laughs> That's the most unpractical thing I've ever heard in my life. Why? Why? Because the G forces that you've got to do to shoot straight up into the air and then come all the way back down. It'd be like a giant, like, be like one of those bungee things. Like, you know, you took those bungee rides. Right <laughs> <laughs> there, and just, you know, you slingshot up, and you, you slingshot up, you hoover. We'll set it up at Cody Island. You hover for There's a couple two, minutes. We'll put these two towers up <clears throat> with a big rubber band. I mean, I, you know. To, I, I'm just saying, I think it'll work. Oh, I missed. I think it'll work. <laughs> They're going to land in Hawaii. Well, it's better than California. Hey, look, we were close. I didn't say it was an exact science. (laughs) I said it was a theory. (laughs) You test that a theory before it comes a fact. Oregon, Nevada, tomato, tomato. Hey, look, they can land in one piece, didn't they? Mission successful as far as I'm concerned. We have any land you can walk out of. It's a good land. We got GPS and shit. We know exactly where they're at. (laughs) We'll fly them home. (laughs) Fly (laughs) them home. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha.
We'll do it the old-fashioned way, by a real plane, not this super slingshot yo-yo plane. <laughs> I, just, I think it would be a brilliant idea. You ask your physicist friend. I bet you he likes that. I bet you he likes that idea a lot better than the fucking elevator to space. <laughs> ask him if you threw a rocket ship up in the air and all it's designed to do is go straight up till it breaks the atmosphere, hang out for ten minutes, and come straight back down. Would it land on a different spot on the Earth? Yes. And depending on how long it is up there, it's depending on how what part of the Earth you land on. And you might have to adjust for like let's say. Obviously, China is Some not... Some people get sick on a roller coaster. So they don't fly the friendly skies. <laughs> they don't fly air slingshot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, or better yet, how about this? We just have a big giant paddle, and then we just pop them up the hell, and then they pop, 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 pop. The little rubber ball the little with the string. Pop, oh pop, 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 pop. <laughs> Snap. <laughs> so long, Cal. <laughs> they landed on the moon. I just, I'm telling you, I think that's much New worse. astronauts on the moon. So, um, what else you got? This one I know you'll love. I already don't like it. I don't know what it is. It's a small world movie Ugh. in the works at Disney. National Treasure Director to Helm. So the guy who brought you National Treasure is making a movie about It's a Small World? That's right. Disney has had successful <sighs> movies, franchises, basically, based off of their rides. One! One successful <laughs> franchise. One successful franchise does not make an empire. <laughs> <laughs> In Disney's eyes, it is. Uh, and it was blind, stupid, stinking luck that it actually worked out for their benefit. Because the moment I saw the trailer for Pirates of the Caribbean, the first one, I was like, you're kidding. The ride? How the fuck are they going to get away with that? Okay, Johnny Depp's in it. Still not getting the concept. It's a ride. Oh, so it's not exactly like the ride. It's just pirates, and they're in the Caribbean. It just shares a name yeah. with a ride. I mean, okay, so the movie got so much so popular that they... They redesigned the Pirates of the Caribbean ride yeah. to incorporate the movies. Yes. So now, like a hundred years from now, there's going to be like a little mechanical Johnny Depp going, "Hey, welcome to the Pirates of the there Caribbean." There he is in it. He's in it. Yeah, I know. In several spots. I know. Oh, okay. I know. I've been on it since. You know, okay, yeah, I don't know. If I've, I've been seen, on it since that. But I'm saying is now, like a hundred years from now, people are going to take that as like this is what they originally designed it for. Like, <laughs> like it's the movie that inspired the game. I mean, the movie that inspired the ride. That inspired them to go back and do the ride again. I, uh, whatever. I mean, so it's a small <laughs> world. Please tell me it's about midgets. Because that's the only way I'm seeing this thing. <laughs> Does not give too much details into the movie itself. They only talk about the budget's going to be about $28 million. $28 million? No, wait, I'm sorry. I'm reading it wrong. I'm reading fast here. Sorry. No, it's not, it doesn't give a budget at all. <laughs> it was, where was the $20 million come from? Just a number that popped in your head? No, it says uh, here uh, in the sentence... They're talking about... We have to go back a little further. What is a really long run-on sentence this guy has? <laughs> so, it's a small world coming to a theater near you. I... I... Oh, basically, it, they a movie that this guy made had a $28 million budget, million, $28 million budget and it made 134 worldwide. 
So that's why they're using him as. The oh, okay. For this so film. you're saying that National yes. Treasure, when he made National Treasure, they had a budget of twenty eight million dollars, right? And then it grossed over a hundred million dollars. Well, so I'm trying to see which movie. It's not actually. Uh, I'm trying to see what movie they're talking about here. Because he is the guy who created, who brought National Treasure to the screen. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> wow. The, the movie that he's they're talking about is Last Vegas. Had a $28 million budget, and it made 134 worldwide. Okay. Yes. All right. So, there you go. It's a small world coming to a theater near you. Yes. Run. Run far, far away. Wasn't this movie done called Around the World in 80 Days? Yes. I mean, I just... Why do I get it? This... this, Well, yeah, I mean, because I'm trying to think of the other Disney movies that were successful that were rising. There was... None. None, right? None. Carrier Pirates is the only one. Because they did Haunted Mansion with... uh, Eddie Eddie Murphy. Murphy. They did a Tower of Terror... TV show, yeah. No, they they did a movie, Tower of Terror, with... I can't think... It was Kirsten Dunst and John John Gutenberg. Gutenberg, yes. Right, I remember I saw it, but I saw it on the Disney Channel. I didn't know it was an actual movie. Like yes. it might have been a direct video, because I, th- I don't remember ever seeing it in the theaters. Could be, yeah. I guess so. I mean, it could be one I, of those direct because Disney's known for hey DVD product, boom, boom, yeah. boom. So it might have been one of them because I remember seeing it on the Disney Channel. Uh, but and that's that's about as far as I remember. Kirsten Dunst, father daughter kind of thing. All right. I remember seeing it. I mean, okay, yeah. I get it, but I, to me, that kind of, I think that movie came out before the ride opened. I think it was one of those to get the buzz on the, get the buzz on the tower. Mm-hmm. My my thing was I was more impressed with the whole Twilight Zone atmosphere they kind of gave you mm-hmm. when you go on that ride, like having Rod Sterling like mimic the computer animation of him mm-hmm. talking about what you're going to be experiencing. Yeah, I was like, oh my god, it's like Rod Sterling's alive talking directly to me, I and mean, I'm b- being a huge Twilight Zone fan. I was like, this is the best ride ever. <laughs> and I'm afraid of heights, and I didn't mind going and shooting up in the air. Again, thing. Fire me up four stories up in the air, let me hang out for a couple seconds, and then drop me real quick. <laughs> See? And I was still in the same spot. So maybe that does work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just didn't go high enough. <laughs> All right, so, um, Joy. <laughs> I, you know, I can only see the plot being something stupid, like it's like a... Like it's it's a mad man mad man world where it's like a, a scavenger hunt from around the world. I mean, because obviously it's about diversity right. and being together and how we're all the same people, no matter from what country or from what background you have. Right. I cannot see how you're going to make a hundred million dollars out of this movie, unless it becomes some sort of animated kids flick. True. I, I mean, mm-hmm. that's the only way I could see it working because I I just can't. I don't know. I, I just. This is the reason why I don't get paid the big bucks. I'm why I'm not a movie. Ex- this is why I'm not a movie exec because I would be sitting there going, "Explain to me the concept." It's like, <laughs> well, I, I'm, it's like buying the rights to a Battleship and then making a movie out of it. That's got nothing to do with the actual game. They did. I know. That's my point. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Rock'em Sock'em Robots coming to a theater near you, like. <laughs> It was called Real Steel. <laughs> but actually, it was based on a, an old Twilight Zone episode. Was it? Yeah. Oh. Uh, remember the episode? I think it was Jack Klugman. He's a boxer. Uh, and he has boxing robots. Right. And his robot's down, so it's going to be the human versus the robot. Yeah. yeah. That storyline is actually the storyline they used for Real Steel. Oh, cool. Nice. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, then I actually liked the movie. <laughs> Before, because all I saw was Rock'em Sock'em Robots, the movie. 
because they had a red robot and a blue robot punching each other. I'm going, you're kidding. Uh, this counts now? Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Hollywood's not even trying anymore. See two guys with just little finger buttons going... <laughs> Hey everybody, for an extra dollar you get a hearty handshake. (laughs) (laughs) If you order now and give two dollars, you get two thumbs up. (laughs) (laughs) What's your Kickstarter program about? Just a Kickstarter program. (laughs) We be I'm gonna Put money into a fund about putting money into a fund. Huh? It's kind of like my version to the cyberspace version of who's on first. <laughs> right now, somebody's going, you're still talking about that stupid idea? It never stops. <laughs> All right, so, uh, yeah, so that's it, folks. I mean, that was part three. Um, now what you're getting into is getting into free time bonus show. <laughs> Bonus. Oh, yeah. Bonus show. What's up with that, bitches? <laughs> All right. So, um, yeah, tune in to part four, which is going to be a, uh, a special expose <laughs> from Ed, apparently. <laughs> Translation, he went on a tirade. If, uh, I, I went nuts. I, I, if, this was, if this was the 40s, he would have invaded Poland. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Right now, all the German people that listen to the show are getting that going, oh, oh, da. <laughs> we get that joke. That's a funny one. That goes back to Hitler. Because <laughs> he invaded Poland. <laughs> oh, those kicksters are so funny and topical. <laughs> Let's give to that Kickstarter program. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so part four is basically going to be, um, I came up, I stumbled across a, an article, well, actually an interview with Olivia Munn, mm-hmm. the great Olivia Munn from Attack of the Show, mm-hmm. and they asked her kind of like to kind of reflect back on that moment in time, and that, I didn't realize that was going to hit a nerve with Ed, <laughs> you know, and when we talk about Attack of the Show, we talk about G4, we talk about Chris Hardwick, you know, and... Ed invades Poland. <laughs> Too bad, you know it's a shame. And you should now. Now that I'm thinking about it, going back, I should have. I should have gotten like that. <laughs> no way! Attack of the show was <laughs> in the background. Patriotic tune. And let's get all guns. Let's invade Canada. Huh? What's that guy doing? Anything? She's on a roll. <laughs> <laughs> did the Germans give up? Did we give up when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? No. Germans, let him go. <laughs> it's on a roll. <laughs> All right. All right. So, yeah. So, but if you want to listen to the show live, you can listen to us on Sunday nights on AquanetRadio.com from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you can't get us on AquanetRadio.com, you can get us on TuneIn, iHeartRadio, or iTunes Radio. Or just look for... Just type in Geeksters, and or just type in Aquanet Radio, and it'll come up at yes. some point. I don't know when. I don't. That's all that super tech stuff. I don't know. I'm just sweat on my hands. <laughs> I don't listen to our show, so I don't care. <laughs> I'll do the show. I just can't listen to it. Not because it's bad. 
I just, I just, it's just. You can't stand the sound of his own voice. I can't stand the sound of my own voice. People are going, we understand. <laughs> <laughs> we, we totally understand. We get it. We get, that we can support. Is there a kick funder for that? <laughs> a Kickstarter program? Get shown a different voice? <laughs> when it's not so nasally and annoying? <laughs> yes, hello. I'll be 50s dad. You know, Ed, I believe if a man should be able to do whatever he wants. <laughs> Wake up in the morning, get yourself a cup of joe, drive to your job in a nice gas guzzling mobile, and after a long, hard days of work, people come home with a nice steak dinner by a woman who loves you. <laughs> 50s dad. <laughs> now go to bed, son. We got a long day tomorrow. <laughs> I think that works. That'd be my new, my new radio voice. Let's start a Kickstarter program to find your voice. <coughs> so, all right. So, um, yeah. So, if you want to uh, contact Ed, you can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. And this is part three. So, if you want to get a hold of Erica, you can contact her. You know where. No, it's Erica at wordswithgeeks.com. That's Erica with a K. Son of a bitch. <laughs> what? Can you not do an episode with that? What? It's driving me fucking nuts. My new Kickstarter program is to get the K out of Erica's name. I'm going to build a Kickstarter just to fund her to be seeing that. Just Erica, how you normally would spell it. Just legally change your name behind her back. <laughs> That'd be the greatest. <laughs> I put money too. <laughs> right now, Erica's going, "Hey, she's because you know, she she listens to the show, show. so she wants to hear all the extra stuff that we do." And be like, "That's right, Erica. I'm starting a Kickstarter program to get the KK out of your name. I find it racial intolerant." Okay, I don't know. Belongs on the Clippers. <laughs> oh, look at me being topical. <laughs> waka waka. <sighs> <laughs> doing a late night program <laughs> but um so yeah so if you want to you can go to our Facebook page Geeksters and like us in fact it's mandatory that you do it do it now alright alright should fed fast enough you know because you should be able to open up a second window I'm just saying you're probably scrolling through Facebook now as you're listening to this so typing Geeksters bing bang boom we're there hit like go back to your day it takes go. less than a minute. <laughs> but if you want to hold off, you can always go to wordswithgeeks.com to listen to, to download the show or stream the show. You can go to your mobile device and listen to our mobile app. Yes. Is that what it is? Is yeah. it a mobile app? Yes, it is. Really? Yes. Well, look at me just taking a shot in the dark and being right. <laughs> look at me. Yeah, you me. Um, or you can download us um, on iTunes or, uh, like I said before, wordswithgeeks.com. Or I'm sure I'm missing something, Ed. No, you got it pretty much. It's just, you go to where to where to find us tab on our wordswithgeeks.com website. That's what I'm for. Find all the places you can download us. Yep, that's right. Except no imitators. What, what? <laughs> I don't know why I just feel like saying that. Like, what take really ain't nothing to fuck with. <laughs> all right. On that note. Bravo! I loved it. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good. It though. could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away! Hey, boo! Boo!